Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Before we get started with our devotional, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us, Father God. Thank you for allowing us to see another day. Father God, as we partake in your word, whether it's the devotional or, or reading the Bible, Father God, help us to understand. Help us apply your word to our life, Father God. Help us to be doers and hearers of your word. Father God, bless the ones that are reading it. Bless the ones that are hearing it. Father God, we ask you to also uh, touch the ones that are lost in this world, Father God. Father God, we ask you to help us to learn this word so we can touch people's lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, key verse of the day is 1 Thessalonians 2 and 4. For we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motive of our heart. Subject, motives of the heart. Affirmation. I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you time to repeat it after me. My heart is saying yes to God. I can rely on God. I live by faith. I am blessed. We must please God when developing a relationship with God. That should be our focus in our life at all times. Sometimes we forget that aspect of relationship. We, we just are so focused on doing what we want to do. But Paul tells us in this verse that it should be something we should do. It tells us even in our teaching, don't try to make people happy by watering down the word of God. Don't try to appease people, but only God. But Paul did that. He, he pleased only God. He didn't care what others said or what they did to him as long as he pleased God. Verse 5 and 6 says, never once did we try to win with flattery, as you well know. And God is our witness that we are we're not pretending to be your friends just as just to get your money. As for human praise, we have never sought it from you or anyone else. Paul says he didn't try to make friends or gather money because however the gospel was presented to him to teach, he did it. He even goes on to say that human praises was something he never sought. Why? Because Paul understood that praise of people could come and go and there's nothing you can do to it to get them to stay. Look at the movie stars and the athletes. One minute they are the number one favorite of everyone, then the next they are hated and booed and talked about. That's how the praises go. That's why it's necessary to seek it. Seek because it doesn't last long. Verse 7 and 8, as apostles, as apostle of Christ, we certainly had a right to make some demands of you. But instead, we were like children among you, or we were like a mother feeding and caring for her own children. We love you so much that we share it with you, not only God's good news, but our own lives too. When we set out to please God and to deliver God's word to his people, we can't have any cunning corrupt way about us we have to be innocent as doves not like not looking and liking to get paid not looking for anything but delivering the word when we do this and we have no intention god sees that pleasing god isn't just surface level it it isn't just for the pastors and the prophets no my friend it's for anyone that is willing to make god their focus Galatians 1 and 10 for am I now seeking the approval of men or of God or am I trying to please them if I were trying to please men I would not be a servant of Christ Paul comes again and says don't seek the approval of men he even says I don't want to please men I wanted to please God when we please God with our life we will grow and when we please God with our life we will become grounded in who we are in him being grounded in our walk with God is the most important thing we can do.
He even says in this verse, I would not be a servant of Christ if I'm running around here, watering down the word and looking for the praises of men. Second Timothy 1.14, by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard a good deposit entrusted to you. In order to guard what's been put in us, we must not water down the word to fit our lives. When we do this, we are doing ourselves a disservice. We are handing over whatever in us to the enemy to exploit because we are too focused on people and not pleasing God. As long as we are every day trying to please God, we're going to in the right direction. We are entrusting our lives to Christ. I've seen people try to please people because they are so desperate wanting to fit in or to gain a friend or something. And as they did this, they lost their relationship with Christ because they wanted the world as a friend. We can make this world our friend and lose our anointing or even our authority just for the likes of people. Today, if you're fixated on pleasing the world and trying to make this world see you, instead of the gospel, you're trying to teach you will lose. You will lose every every time. John the Baptist didn't care about being alone. He didn't care about offering anyone, offending anyone. He cared about teaching God's word and it cost him his head. What will it cost you? Are you willing to lose friendship and walk alone to please God? Because sometimes pleasing God will cost us family and friends. Solitude is sometimes ultimately be our lifestyle because of it. But whether be whether I be alone and please God, I'd rather be alone and please God than to please this world and lose my relationship with God. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to serve you. Father, we accept the life of solitude than a life full of people and relationships. That's, that isn't fulfilling. Father, we accept whatever you have for us in our lives. We accept you. We love you so much and we are grateful for everything. Lord, we ask you to forgive us. If we are started picking others over you, we are sorry. If we watered down the gospel to gain, we're sorry. Sorry. We're sorry. Change our hearts and minds. Help us to be like you. Help us to stay focused on your plans for our lives and not what we want. We give you everything right now. We surrender our lives and agenda for what you want for us in Jesus mighty name. Amen. So the topic today is motive, motives of the heart. I'll give everyone a few minutes to grab their Bible or a few seconds. Okay. So pleasing God over man. Now we can please God by reading our word, by praying, by staying on fire for him. But sometimes when we serve God, we hear people say, oh, you don't have to do all that praying. Oh, you don't have to do all that meditating. Girl, you know you don't have to do all that. Girl, you know you just give God a little bit. That's why I do. I give God a little bit. You can do whatever you want. I have had people tell me how to pray. I've told, I've heard people say, you don't have to do all that shouting. I've heard people say, wow, you're on fire for God. You're a lot. Yes, I'm a lot because I have Christ living in me. I'm a lot and I pray this long and I pray this much and my life is like this because I know who I was before I met him. I was lonely. I was depressed. I was suicidal, if I can be frank. But the blood of Jesus covered my life. And he saved me. 
I have to be this way. Because if I don't be this way, I become lazy. Yes, I become lazy. I become lazy in my prayer life. I become lazy in reading my word. But I love Jesus so much that I don't put nothing before him. What is said on this podcast isn't from me. It's from the Lord. I have a lot of people that will say, oh, you know, uh, you, you know what you say kind of bothered me. It did. That must be your conscience because it, it's nothing I could say to you. But you know, I'm, I'm sorry. That's what the Holy Spirit had me teach. I'm not going to water down the Word of God to save anyone's feelings. What God gives, what the Holy Spirit gives me, is what I must teach. And that's what Paul was telling us today. When you water it down, you're choosing to please men. You're choosing to choose. You choosing the itchy ears over God. Now, some of us might not have to deal with this. Some of us might not have to choose whether we worship, whether we please God or whether we please the world. We probably don't. Some of us probably don't have that that choice to make because we already picked. Some of us have already picked the world over God. Some of us have picked over uh, parting all night than to pray and worship. See, we have to learn what please God. We have to learn that we can't be lukewarm for God. Because when we're lukewarm, we're most likely going to pick what makes us happy, not what makes God happy. One of the, the key verses I wanted to go over real quick, it says, Never once did we try to win you with flattery. As you know, and God is our witness that we are not pretending to be your friends just to get your money. Some pastors and prophets and bishops, they, they be people's friends and they tell them what they want to tell them for them to pay them, for them to give them money. But I'm here to tell you, I don't need your money. No, because what God gives me is what he gives me. I'm not teaching for money. I'm teaching to win souls. I had someone once tell me, you, don't, you can't save the world. I can't save the world. God can, and I'm his vessel. As long as he wants to use me, I'm there. I'm not going to use any flattery words in here to win any way over. And that's what Paul was saying. I didn't, he said, I, I never once did that. I never tried to win you over flattery words. Paul didn't try to make friends. He taught the word. And he condemned, he, he, he not condemned, but he told those that were in the wrong, they were wrong. One time Peter was so... Uh, I guess you would say friends with Gentiles. He was happy to talk to them. He was all in their face, laughing, drinking with them. Not drinking, but, you know, maybe having a cup of juice with them. He was doing everything around these Gentiles. But when the Jews came, he dismissed them. And Paul went to him and said, why did you do this? I'm paraphrasing. Why did you do this? He immediately got onto Peter. Peter. See, Paul didn't care who you was. He's going to get you in line because Paul knew what it meant to be out of line. Paul was a murderer. Paul watched people kill other people because of what they believed in. But Paul was no longer that. Paul was, uh, uh, he was, he was Saul then, but Paul was no longer Saul. He was Paul. He's seen God, he's seen Jesus in the road of Damascus and that's what he wanted. He wanted to serve the man, the spirit that he seen on the road to Damascus. He knew then that, oh no, he caught me. Just like Jonah, oh no, he caught me. Just like Lou, oh no, he caught me. 
See, he knew what he was doing. Jesus made him realize what he was doing was wrong. And from that moment on, nothing could steer Paul away. Even when they beat him, even when they mistreated him, even when they put him in a tiny box and they told him to stay. Even when he was shipwrecked, he didn't do anything to turn his back on God. He did everything to pursue him. And that's what we must do. We must stop allowing the world and what they say to change us where we don't want to please God. We have to be people that are God seekers, God pleasers. Because when we get in this mindset that we want our life to please God, we'll live that way. No, I'm not saying you won't fall. I'm not saying you 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 have the worst luck. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying your life will be peachy perfect. But what I'm saying is that when you realize that God is your strength and that you want to make God happy, that you want to please him, that's all you want to do with your life. You stop doing things that you shouldn't do. You stop looking at things that you shouldn't look at. You stop partying, stop partying with people that you party with. You stop drinking obsessively. You start doing everything to make him happy because he gives you so much joy. And you want to please him. It was another verse in here. It says Galatians 1.10. I think this is actually a reference verse. But it says, for I'm seeking to approval of men. For if I'm now seeking to approval of men or of God, or am I trying to please men? If I were trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. He said, if I took all this time to please men, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ. He said, no way. He said, no way. He said, I am pleasing God. I am not trying to seek the approval of men. Because if I do that, it won't last. I've seen movie stars that be on top of the world. Everyone's like, oh, you heard of such and such. Oh, he is this. Oh, he is that. Let that person do one mistake. And everyone's ready to get rid of him. Why? Because the approval of men is temporarily. But the approval of God is everlasting. That's who we should seek approval for. That's who we should try to please. Let's look at our first verse today. Psalm 17 and 3. If you got your Bibles, go to 17 and 3. Remember, Psalms is in the middle of the Bible. You take that Bible and you flip it in the middle, divide it up in the middle, you go right to it. Go to Psalm 17 and 3. If you have your Bible, like I always tell everybody, I read out of NLT, but I have NIV on the screen. So when you read the references, it will be an NIV. Okay, Psalm 17 and 3. You have tested my thoughts and examined my heart in the night. You have scrutinized me and found nothing wrong. I'm determined not to sin in what I say. NIV, you have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me and you will find nothing. I have, I have, I have, a, I have a purpose that my mouth would not transgress. So this is what David said. You have tested my thoughts and examined my heart day and night. God, when we say I am walking in the light, God will constantly go through your heart, picking things and showing you things, not to bother you, but to show you these are things you need to work on. You could be thinking, oh, I got everything right. I did good today. God would say, no, you did this. I need you to work on it. And the thing I love about God is that he's not like most people that writes down a list and say, you messed up. Here you go. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. No, 
God will bring it to your attention. Okay, hey, Lou, you did this today. I need you to work on it, okay? I know you're trying, but you, you can do better. Come on, you got this. He's going to always be your cheerleader. He's going to always try to, to help you get to the place that you should be. He's not going to beat you down. He's not going to rain brimstones and fire on you when you fail. He's going to be like, okay, you failed. It's okay. Let's keep going. You got this. You're going to do it again. I failed. I'm gonna do, you're going to do it again. I failed. You're going to do it again. You failed. He's going to be like, okay, let's stop right here. Why are you failing? It's because you're not seeing what you're doing. And when he slow it down, he explained to you why you're not succeeding at that level. You'd be like, oh, I see. I had, I have a, a temper. Well, I had a temper, I guess you would say. And every day I, I have a problem where I, I slip. And one day I was, I was in my room, I was crying because I knew I had lost it. And, and I prayed to God and I said, God, I said, I don't, I don't know why I keep failing at this. He said, oh, you don't? I said, no, I don't. He said, because you're praying for your temper to go away. He said, you need to pray for self-control over your temper. He said, you have no self-control. I said, oh, I, I, I do have, have self-control. He said, not in that area. He said, it takes self-control to control your temper. He said, you're praying the wrong prayer. So every morning when I get up, I go to work, I, I say, Father God, give me self-control over my temper. Father God, give me self-control over my mouth. Father God, give me self-control over my thoughts. Father God, give me self-control over my actions. And from that day on, I'm not saying I get it right every day. I, I still slip up. But from that day on, I could tell a difference in the way I approach things. I could tell a difference on how I react. We have to learn to start asking God, God, help me at the root of my problem so that I may please you. Amen. Let's go on. It says, you have scrutinized me and found nothing wrong. I'm determined not to sin in what way and what, what I say. Let's go to verse four. I have followed your commands, which keeps me from following, following cruel and evil people. See, sometimes we can have people in our life that can lead us astray, that can cause us to be cruel. That can cause us not to please God. That can cause us, that can plant thoughts in our head that cause us problems. Now, I'm not saying that we should say, oh, that's not my fault then. That's other people. No, we have to take accountability and say, okay, this is my fault that this happened. But because I have this type of person around me, I need to stop being friends with them. Because sometimes it's the company that you keep that helps keep those seeds of cruelty and, 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 and being uncompassionate in your heart. We have to get rid of people. That's why it says people, there are two people that are unequally yoked can't walk together. Because what Sally wants to do might be different than what I want to do. I want to please God. So my speech is going to be different. Her speech is going to be all kind of ways. But I'm not saying blame Sally, but I'm saying look at the company you keep. We cannot be around people that are unequally yoked and expect to please God. It's not going to happen. Because what they say, you're going to think is funny and you're going to say it. And then you're going to get on this train of saying things that you shouldn't say and doing things you shouldn't do. You understand what I'm saying? We have to watch how we fellowship with people, how we're around people, so we may please God. Let's look at this verse. This is not where um, what I have written down, but the Holy Spirit is taking us somewhere else, but it's okay. My steps have stayed on your path. I have not wavered from following you. He says here, I'm, I'm pleasing you. 
That's what I want to do. I want to please you. I want to look for your approval. So I'm not wavering off the path that I'm on. I'm following you. I'm not listening to Susie. I'm not listening to the world. I'm not listening to the world saying it's okay to be this way. I'm not listening to the world saying it's okay to drink successfully. I'm not listening to the world that says let's roll up a joint when we're feeling bad. I'm not roll. I'm not listening to or following the ways of the world when it says to lay with this person just because it feels good. I'm following you when you say deny your flesh and pick up your cross. I'm picking up my cross because I want to please you. We must learn to please God by denying ourselves and denying what the world says is okay. We have to deny it. We have to ask for self-control. Amen? Amen. Let's look at Let's look at verse six. Praise God. I am praying to you because I know you will answer, oh God. Bend down and listen as I pray. I tell people this all the time. God will bend down and listen to you as you pray. If you have a problem where you have submitted your life to everyone else but God, start today pleasing God. He's bending his ear and he's listening to you. As we pray, he will answer. Number seven says, show me your unfailing love in a wonderful way. By your mighty power, you rescue those who seek refuge from, your, from their enemies. We seek refuge in God. We seek approval in God. We seek pleasing God. We must do this every day. Let's look at I want some of our other verses. We got maybe six minutes. Hebrews 4.13, if you have it. Hebrews 4.13, if you have it. I'm having a hard time getting there. That's the reason my pages are sticking. Yes, I'm going to the index because Prophet Lou is having a hard time. Well, let me just read it off here since I can't get there. That's nothing but the enemy right there. It says, And no creature is hidden from his sight. All are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. We cannot hide what we do. No one's hiding from his sight. You can try to hide from him. You can try to deny him. You can try to do whatever you want, but you will be exposed to his sight when we all must give an account. So when we don't please him, we must give an account. Why? When we go to other means to do other things, we must give an account. Why? We can try to hide what we do from men. We can try to hide what we do from our pastor. We can hide what we do from other people. I have people that will text me and tell me, hey, can you can you do this and that before I go out? I'm like, oh, you're going out. Yeah, I, I didn't want to tell you. And they won't tell me. I have some people who won't even let me add them as a friend on Facebook because they don't want me to see what they're up to. You don't have to hide what you do from me. I'm just little old Lou. I have no heaven nor hell to put you in. I have some people that won't talk to me about certain things, but they would talk to my family about certain things. They're like, I don't want, I don't want Prophetess Lou to hear me. You don't have to hide anything from me. I am nobody. I have not a heaven or hell to put anyone in. I'm not the judge or the jury. We must understand that Jesus will be the one that will see everything. He sees everything. He knows everything. We must give account to our actions. Well, I want everyone to understand. We're not going to go over the other verse today. 
is that when we are a Christian, our follower of Christ, our main goal every day is to pray, read our Bible, meditate. If you're fasting, fast. The key to our life, we must always seek approval from God. We must always try to do things that will make him happy and please him. If we take the rest of our lives and we try to make this world happy, you're never going to do it. Some people are just like that. It's no matter what you do, you will never please them. It's never enough. But with God, when you surrender your life to him and you submit to him and you deny your flesh and you please him, and you walk in the word, you don't water it down because you think this this will be easier for you. Because let me tell you something, it's better that you not even read it if you're going to water it down. If the Bible says no, that means no. If the Bible says don't do this, don't do it. We must be a people that seek the approval of God and not man. I pray that you all understood the devotional. I pray that if this is a struggle in your life to please God and you're, you're too busy pleasing people, ask God to help you. Ask God to help you to please him and only him. Help him to help you, have you to get rid of people that are keeping you from pleasing him. Because we don't need the approval of man. We need approval of God. Have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loved you and I love you too. Thank you.